1: First question, I always think, why? <laughs> yeah. Why? What is it about you? You were playing and instead of going to the beach for two weeks in the summer like all your teammates, you were going off to Afghanistan or, you know...
0: Attempting a remarkable feat uh, this year that they're planning to roll across the Atlantic. It's 5,000 kilometres. It's New York to Galway. It's unsupported.
1: I'm Damien Brown. This is Deep Roots. And once again, I'm asking you to join me on my next adventure about 8am or 8pm last night we decided to put um, out the power anchor, I think this was a decision based off um conditions but also fatigue Um, we had been working really 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 hard all day into um, winds and waves and the forecast was for them to pick up and sure enough they were picking up um, and we were kind of looking at each other a little bit going what's you know I suppose Gussie was probably looking at me to make the decision so and I was contemplating it for a while um, and then I he came off a shift and I said listen I'll try for a while see what it's like i tried try for half an hour was, my speeds were like 0.3, 0.4, 0.5 of a knot so decided to uh, um, make the call to put out the power anchor now there was a lot of reluctance from me because um, on this trip I've used it twice and uh, it's not worked and on my last uh, ocean row, I used it once and it didn't work. So, so um, there's a huge amount of faff involved, and um, it eats up a lot of time that you could be rowing and making ground, and then you're losing ground. But also, I suppose the the confronting reality of um, if you can't get this to work, uh, um, what the fuck are you gonna do when you're faced with storms later on in this expedition? going to get blown back tens if not hundreds of miles so you know that was that was not something I really wanted to confirm uh with myself but uh anyway we got on the uh, Garmin inreach with Chris our weather router and um in fairness to myself really I had um Said the other day, I thought it might be in the parachute, might be inside out. And then I was asking him what would be some of the reasons it didn't work. And he listed three or four, and one of them was an inside out power anchor, uh, the parachute of the power anchor. So, um, just on closer inspection, then I thought, you know what, that actually might be the thing, it might be the issue. So, um, so, um. I so I mentioned a couple of things to him that I was seeing, and then he uh he said, Well, if, if that's the case, um, you have to do this basically, turn it inside out through the top of the bottom. So we had to kind of derig a couple of ropes, and um, you know, there's very little space on this deck, there's actually no space, and um, particularly for two people who have mobility issues. Um, and Everton basically uh, everywhere you put yourself hurts and there's a lot of rope to try and navigate between the, the, uh, the um, retrieval line the deployment line the plash, the power anchor itself and then a boy line so um, yeah between it all it took fucking forever but we finally got it the way we thought it was should be and then put it in um, and, um, and hey presto held our breaths for a couple of minutes and started to kind of look, was watching for what the Irish flag would do on the back, you know, because it should drag us into the northerly winds that we were experiencing. And sure enough, it did. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I was pretty relieved about that. Um, and that meant then that we could get some rest, which was badly needed between the two of us. So, um here 's another challenge of ocean rowing that might't be very clear um, two men in a small cabin um, firstly is highly uncomfortable, so movement is a uh, is difficult um, you get you bump your head a lot you bump your elbows a lot you bump things off you know you're pushed one of us against one side of the cabin the other one's against the other side of the cabin, and then it gets really hot um I've also a bit of sunburn on both my shoulders so like lying on them was uncomfortable as well so and Gussie was snoring like a fucking trooper Jesus Christ so the first kind of hour was wasn't great um, I but I you know I'm pretty I was pretty um, accepting of the fact that it, it wouldn't be and you was coming so it wasn't, it wasn't that disturbing and uh, um, I fell asleep then and didn't get up till 8pm, how he got up a couple of times. I think he had a... He's because he's having a particularly bad day, bless him. But um, he he really struggled during the night because uh, of the heat and the discomfort in the cabin. I believe his words were torture, torture, torture. So um, he got out tr- four times, I think, during the night to get some fresh air. Um... And even that in itself like even to do that uh, is a huge task like so that's how desperate he must have been to get out to actually do that um and on his fourth exit i was like what's the weather like out there go see because my face was jammed into the gps thing but i turned it off um and every now and again i'd turn it on just to see where if we were holding ground and power anchor um, but I couldn't really see much else and he said, it, you know, we've rode worse. Uh, so that was the cue for us to kind of get back on the oars, get the power anchor in and stored and get back to work and uh, I took the first shift for an hour this morning um, from about, I think it was about 8am and, cheese uh, the rowing was fantastic. Oh, man, so different to what we've experienced over the last two and a half days or so. It was like you know even though it wasn't perfect like the winds were not um perfectly out of the kind of northwest um blowing us southeast but they were more like um northeast north northeast but still like there was they were hitting the boat nicely and the waves were kind of mostly aligned and the waves are coming from kind of from the northwest as well but it just flowed, and the boat was flowing, and you know, hitting two, three knots, and then you'd hit a wave, and you'd hit five or six knots, and be like, "Oh man!" And the rowing was easy, like. Whereas for the last two days, it's been an absolute grind, like you know, just fucking get to work. Um, now the boat was flowing, and um, it was it was, it was a joy, it was an absolute joy. So. Um, so I've really enjoyed it, but uh, Gussie not so much. He's struggling to kind of get a, a feel for that type of Rowan. Um And uh, he's having, a, like I said, having a bad day. It's just one of those days, I feel for him. Every time he does something, uh, it hurts. Like, he's banging, he's falling over, he's banging his head, getting in and out of the cabin, trying to get some sleep. It's fucking 40 degrees in his cabin, he can't sleep, he's sweating. Um the conditions are too uh, volatile to have to do any of the wind. the cabin is open, so um so yeah you gotta gotta just um grin and bear it and then uh and then um yeah so there's no refuge for him, you know. He's struggling with the run, he's struggling off the oars, um and then when he's moving around he's fucking banging his this, that, the other. So <laughs> just that Having a shit day, and he's he's um, yeah he's letting me know about it as well. He's been alright. I told him earlier, just trying to. He's a he's in a character that has to be managed quite delicately because he's a contrarian, like you know. And I just just to try and make him realise what his attitude is. He can't really be direct with him, or it's just going to be especially in this form, it's going to be an argument. So I was less, like trying to make it a bit jokey and told him earlier he was a moaning, morning Michael. He's been all right Michael today. And uh, I think that might have hit home a bit more than me being being a fucking victim, would you get fucking on with it? Because um, ocean rowing is fucking brutal. It is so fucking tough and it is relentless. And um, if you don't have a element of... Um, attitude um, for being here and the experience is going to destroy you from the inside out um, so uh, at the moment I think he's just he's struggling with the whole experience and uh, lack of respite which is is normal you know but it's it's all based in your attitudes towards things so um on a real on a kind of profound level so i yeah, just um manifest out in different ways so um but yeah, like i said he's um i'm i'm trying to manage uh, him and his his um default kind of way Better because if I do what I want to do and be direct about it, it's just it it doesn't work. So I, you know, I the outcome I hear, the outcome I want is um, a happier environment, happier kind of relationship. You know, smoother, lighter, um, and uh, by me doing that, coming at him directly um and you know critically which I, I do have a bad habit of of being with people close to me um uh it's just not going to work and i'm not going to get the outcome i want so i need to figure out what actions i need to take to get that outcome um yeah so i think that's better you know so i'm pretty kind of you know i'm just yeah um of to self and, uh, yeah, continue on that kind of searching vein of well, what do I need to say here or not say um, to to make him kind of see himself, you know, witness what he's doing himself uh, and make the kind of self-regulate, yeah, that's the ideal because then he's learning um, and um, up- upskilling again uh, and, and then less for me to worry about. So yeah, here we are. <laughs> uh, the start of day four. Um, the mileage is good. The mileage is going down. I just kind of made a bit of a mistake, which I was pushing us a bit too far east, trying to make the most of the winds and the, the wave direction. Um, but it's going to keep us on the continental shelf longer. Just looking at the map, so so I just said we need to go a bit more southeast and uh, continue on the vein. So my slight shift now. Um, in our direction over the next few hours, but uh, all good, happy out today. Uh, Rowan is all oh, beautiful, a joy compared to the last couple of days. And uh, might talk to you later. All right, cheers. Coming to the end of day four, and uh just after yours from another hour and a half stint. It's going well. Very happy with my output and my discipline and my uh, focus and my um, work ethic. I had a really nice moment of kind of simple joy. You know, you realise... It's not often I find anyway that you actually realise you're experiencing a kind of moment of kind of, uh, what I would say, simple joy. It's not, there's nothing um, explosive about it or um, overpowering emotionally. I'm just sitting there rowing away, rowing well and I kind of realised that I'm absolutely content and full of joy to be here, full of gratitude to be here, to be in a position to do something like this, do something so unique and extraordinary and um And it just fell on me. And I enjoyed it. I thought a little bit about it. And I said I'd mention it here. It was nice. I think uh, the root of it stems from how much pressure I put on myself to make these things happen. And then... Um, my focus, because there's so many ways they can go wrong, my focus is always on the stressors, like the things that can stop it happening. And up until yesterday, um, those things were or there was a huge amount of those things so like obviously over the last couple of years bringing it all together um uh there's so many things that can go wrong like uh, particularly around the the whole funding piece but um not just that right there's there's numerous things that can scupper the whole project um and then you get this far um then you get to new york and then there's loads more things and perhaps can't scupper it but can definitely um are definite threats to its success and then of course there's the whole piece about you know leaving new york um and how kind of complex that could be you know if things were in, in the worst case scenario it could be disastrous so now that we've got past all those things and we're out on the ocean and, you know, we're on a clear sea for want of a better expression, I suppose I can actually kind of go <sighs> and sit back and enjoy, even if it is for just that one fleeting moment, uh, enjoy the um, the joy that's come from making it all happen. Probably a bit of relief in there as well. Um, That was cool. Right, day four. um, Overall, really good day, you know, compared to the last couple of days in terms of mileage. I'm not too sure where it'll fall um, because the first 10 hours of it were uh, we were asleep. Um, in the cabin on power anchor, so you know we'd probably end up with like twenty odd miles, just about. But uh they were good twenty miles, and some better conditions, and um still far from ideal. You know there was quite a bit of um north in the wind today, so we were kind of working across it for for a lot of the time. But it was it was still giving us something which was nice rather than fighting it like the last couple of days. So but uh, the forecast for the next couple of days says it's swinging round and it could well be pushing us in the right direction uh, come tomorrow morning. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes through the night. I think we're going to do another... So, Gus will finish at uh, half eight, and then I'll probably go to a ten. He'll go to half eleven... And then we'll do two hours from then, I think Just so we can get a bit more sleep you know, i probably go half 11, to half 1 And then him Half 1 to half 3 <laughs> I haven't slept much today myself Because I've had a lot of bits and pieces to do around the boat um, So I'm going to put the head down now After I switch off from you guys And um, I get a little bit of sleep anyway It all helps. So, uh, yeah, cheers. Thanks for listening. And uh, don't forget to uh, uh, subscribe, like, share and uh, tell your friends. There's two Irishmen uh, rowing across the North Atlantic. Perhaps the hardest challenge on the planet for two people. And uh, and I'm telling the story here. So, um, yeah, if you think somebody's interested in that, great. All right, cheers.